This week's message, given by Linda Diffley at the Second Center United Methodist Church, August 16, 2020. The message is Serving Reconstruction, based on Romans 12, 9-16. So will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. So I know Pastor Stevens always very incredibly talented at starting the sermons with a joke. But when I'm preaching, the hardest thing is trying to find a joke that I'm going to remember, first of all, and then second, that I can deliver. Um, so it's a twofold challenge. So I, I took a different approach today. I'm going to take a different approach on how I made God laugh in the last few months. There's this great line from Woody Allen, the actor and director, that says, if you want to make God laugh, just tell him your plans. Well, that was our year of missions. In February of this past year, the missions team had this great meeting where we developed this full calendar of missions for the upcoming year, right up through December, especially as the theme of worship for this year was to serve, and we have a banner right here to my right, that has been in the church since the start of this year. We barely got started on our plans when COVID-19 hit and everything changed in our lives. That wonderful calendar of plans for the year quickly became the thing that had God rolling in the aisle. But at the same time, as Christians, we were reminded that our need to serve people could not be put in quarantine. We had to do a major reconstruction of our plants and how we would serve those in need. And the biggest challenge is probably instead of planning a year at a time, we had to take it one day at a time to determine where the greatest needs were and how we would address them. Pastor Stephen has been talking in his sermon series over the past few weeks about moving mountains which I was absolutely able to relate to as we worked on how to reconstruct serving those in need. Let me give you a quick summary of the various missions programs that we normally support and how we had to quickly modify our way of serving those programs. Our own thrift shop in this church, which has served this community for more years than I can count, had to shut their doors for several months. It took a lot of time, creativity, and prayer for the thrift shop to open back up about a month ago, purely with the continued outstanding work from our amazing volunteers. There's obviously masks, there's gloves, and a lot more rules, but the one thing that remains is their kindness and compassion of these amazing ladies to get this great operation back into business. We also have been huge supporters for many years of Roxbury Social Services. And Roxbury Social Services themselves had to completely reconstruct both how they could get food to clients as well as how they could take donations during the time of COVID-19 and while their demand was increasing dramatically. We got very creative here on how we could still support the physical donations by putting big plastic tubs at the rear of our church. 
Normally we were just requesting a few different donations every month with a certain theme. But now we were asking for donations of the hardest to buy items during the quarantine, like toilet paper and macaroni and cheese. We started the outdoor collection bin and had just tremendous support. We also requested donations to help the food bank with gift cards for food, gas, and even clothing for their clients. The response from this congregation was truly overwhelming with over $2,000 received in financial donations, as well as the goods. A next project that actually became new during the quarantine was a Table of Hope, which was a mobile food pantry, which was an outreach program started by Spring Street Development Corporation in Morristown, who previously would serve free meals before the pandemic in Morristown. Their mobile food pantry allowed them to go into different communities to provide bags of food directly loaded into anyone's cars, no questions asked, no touch, just to help fill the gaps throughout Morris, Morris County, excuse me, because not all areas of Morris County have a regular food bank like Roxbury. But it also was used to supplement the Roxbury food banks. Several members of our church family have been volunteering to support these great, this great program, not only in Roxbury, but other locations, including Pastor Stephen. One of our largest partners in missions is CUMAC. And for those of you not familiar with CUMAC, CUMAC stands for the Center for United Methodist Aid to the Community, located in Patterson, New Jersey. They had to make probably some of the most significant changes and while also dealing with some of the largest increases in demand. They had spent 2019 doing major reconstruction of their space as well as their program, which included the ability for clients to be able to come in and actually shop for their own food. Once the quarantine hit, Kumak had to stop allowing, first of all, volunteers to help People needing food were not allowed to enter the building, and the entire team had to change the way that they operated and their hours to be able to continue to work in a socially distant environment. They had to revert to pre-bagging all food items again that would be distributed at their front doorsteps of Kumak on Ellison Street. Unfortunately, they also had to close their thrift shop, which remains closed, but they are working to try to reopen it soon. Their overall demand increased 50% with lines that would stretch around several blocks initially, and the demand continues to be dramatic. In May, Kumak started allowing a few of their regular volunteers return to help with the sorting and pre-bagging of food to meet their needs. They had also started a new program where they would take the pre-bagged foods to local hotels where the homeless were sheltered during the quarantine. They needed to remain in the hotel and were not allowed out for food. So Kumak brought the food to them. New York City Relief is another program that we support with volunteers. Had also stopped volunteers initially 
which would normally provide strong hands-on mobile support throughout the boroughs of New York City, Patterson, and Newark in New Jersey. The model was adjusted to a mobile unit that literally provides a takeout of soup and bread and takeout hygiene kits. Prayers are done at a socially distant level and the demand also for them dramatically spiked because there was many other programs in New York City that had to also stop serving the homeless um, due to the fact they were inside programs. So the outside programs such as New York City Relief were the ones that had to quickly restructure to hopefully serve the homeless. New York City Relief is just starting to take volunteer support again with a considerable amount of restrictions. Unfortunately, two of our missions programs that we normally support had to be deferred from this year to next year. Redbird Mission in Kentucky and our planned support for the local Habitat for Humanity construction, literally two blocks down the street, were not possible for this year. But we continue to provide our prayers and financial donations to both of these wonderful programs. The last program that I want to talk about is by far the most challenging to reconstruct. Christian Outreach Project has been a key outreach program for this church since its inception in 1983, which started with this church and the Newton United Methodist Church. This year, 2020, was COP's 38th program year. Several members of this church, including myself, Janet Fishlein, Roger Kim, and Dave Brown are part of the COP Board of Directors, with Dave Kim serving as our Executive Director. As a board, we had to figure out if we could still support doing home repairs in Sussex County with all the state guidelines on COVID-19 as well as their guidelines in regards to camps, which COP is considered a camp, which was probably the biggest obstacle. We had countless Zoom meetings and more emails than I can count for several months where we would go through the risks and what might be possible. Steve Bechtold, who was our former district superintendent and now the pastor of Sparta United Methodist Church, has been involved in COP since its inception. He decided to start working on the worship program for this year before we even figured out if we were going to be able to run the program. He told us the theme would be compassion. At this point, it's important that I pause to reflect on how this theme of compassion started driving the modified program that we would have this year. If we know anything about doing missions work, we know that everyone needs compassion. It was the song we started with this morning. Compassion literally means to suffer together with the belief that it's a feeling that emerges when confronted with another person's suffering where you become motivated to alleviate that suffering. And we know that there were many stories in the scriptures where Jesus shared compassion in his lifetime to those that were suffering with physical and mental illnesses, but also with people that had been judged to be not worthy of support. We know that a critical part of being the hands and feet of Jesus in any missions opportunity is being compassionate. 
it's not just about those physical activities to support people. It's not just about giving food or repairing homes. It's about emotionally, mentally, spiritually, ready to step out of your comfort zone and be compassionate. In 2020, it also meant finding a way to take on the challenge of working through the state's COVID-19 guidelines to try to provide support and compassion for people. For the COP Board of Directors, it meant overcoming our fears on how to manage those risks and find a way to reconstruct Christian outreach for 2020. Fortunately, we found a path by doing a day camp, which allowed us to take on outside projects only for the week for homeowners that needed our hands and feet, but they also needed our compassion. And fortunate for me and COP, there were a total of seven amazing youth in this church that decided to take the risk to try our new approach with COP with us. And may I also add their amazing parents who made sure they got to camp every day. Danielle and Heather Doherty, Stephen Masaros, Jordan McNaught, our amazing Melissa Priester, Emma and Kara Wilson. In addition, our COP board members, Janet Fishlein, Dave Brown, and Dave Kim, along with adult volunteer and dad, John Doherty, agreed to lead and serve in our new COP day camp along with me. Thanks to their decisions and the similar decisions of 20 other youth and adults from other churches, we just finished on Friday an amazing COP day camp where we supported the home repairs for three different families. The worship program for each day allowed us to really think about compassion and everything that we were doing for a family we never knew before this week. I don't know if you can see it, but there is a paper chain here on the altar, and it is the result of one of the lunchtime activities where each person would write on one strip of paper an act of compassion that they received, and on another strip, an act, an act of compassion that they gave. And we looped all of those together. And our day started, normally this occurred in the car, which for most people was an hour drive, on their way to camp. It was a podcast that the, po that the participants listened to on their way to the job site, which was also made possible by Reverend Steve Bechtold scripting the podcast for several of the COP participants to pre-record. Our supporting pastors, like Pastor Stephen, also took turns sharing a prayer at the conclusion of each podcast. Thanks to our own amazing Larry Priester, who made all this possible for us to listen each morning. He is our wizard, and we shared his talents. Our daily COP podcast, if you're interested, can be found on our own church website under the podcast link. I would strongly encourage each of you to find a time to listen to them, to hear what motivated us spiritually each day. The one thing that did stay the same about COP this year, as well as in following years, is that we closed the program with a worship program where we share communion. It is always the ultimate reminder to all of us that while we might have completed a week 
of doing physical work and sharing compassion with our homeowners, Jesus provided the ultimate act of compassion for all of us. His Last Supper was one of his final acts of compassion before his death. And from his death and resurrection, we receive forgiveness of our sins and the gift of everlasting life. As we share communion today, later in the service, I will hope that it will also make you think about how Jesus wants us to pay forward his amazing acts of compassion that he's given to all of us. Why we will continue to reconstruct and support missions throughout the year in this church, our community, the state, and beyond, I honestly believe that our acts of compassion occur in everything we do in our daily life as Christians. Today's scripture is really the foundation of God, how God wants us to live our lives and serve each other. I'd like to close my message today reading the New Living Translation Bible version of the scripture, which really shares this scripture broken down in the simplest terms for us to try to follow. My hope is that you'll find a way during this challenging time in our lives to keep that scripture central in your life and with your actions, especially with anyone that needs compassion. From chapter 12 of Romans, verses 9 through 16. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what's wrong. Hold tightly to what's good. Love each other with growing affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope and be patient in trouble. And whatever you do, keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those that persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Instead, be happy and with those that are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And whatever you do, don't think you know it all. Amen.